annotations, annotations, plan a file, recommendations, together mode, extensibility. Daniel, roll it. The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. Wow. I did I did have to practice that beforehand. But what do you think? Um you actually I wouldn't tell people you practiced it. That's that's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> like couldn't get any better between when you started sure, practicing sure, sure, and sure, the sure, execution. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we mean. Yes, and that was an original. Maybe I should get my radio voice. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was original by Daryl Webster. That was episode that, 197. You smash the record and you throw it over and you yeah. never play that single again. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to this week's show, 197. And yes, we are going to be talking about Together Mode extensibility or however, you know. Daryl said it. That was harmonizing, I'm sure. <clears throat> I'm, oh, I'm sure. Um, do want to, at the top of the show, we've already gotten some submissions. Love it. Please, if you listen to the show, we want all of you to go out and just get your phone, record a video of yourself saying your name and uh, why you watch our show or why you enjoy it. And just email that to us so that we can do some cool stuff for our 200th episode so the email address is there on the screen 200 at 365mcs.com so please please just do that today it'll only take a minute i promise because you just pull up your phone do it and then email it and you're done one minute is to do all of that maybe even less so just record a 10 or 15 minute um message and we would love or sorry 10 or 15 <laughs> seconds 10 or 15 minutes wow oh, that's gonna man. be fun like a 10 or 15 seconds well take over the show well I mean. <laughs> maybe we should do that too um yeah. so 10 or 15 second uh video we would love to use that and so please email that do that quickly okay let's let's get that done this week uh, maybe right now maybe hit the pause button you could do it right now and then hit the unpause button so this wow. week uh, is there anything else we need to talk about before we dive in? No, no, it's good. Let's get into it, man. Okay, great. Go for it then. We have announcing. Announcing. Annotations for PowerPoint Live in Microsoft Teams. It's MC258229. PowerPoint Live. Now, I've, I've often thought about this. Like, it is still just PowerPoint Online, but it's framed and it's used within Microsoft Teams. Right, that's what it is. It's live, but it's live within Teams. Um, and it's been getting a bit of attention. Uh, it's it's uh, becoming, I think, a preferred way of people presenting within Teams uh, because it lets you hand over presentation controls to other people, and it's a bit more seamless than saying, wait, 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 I've just got to share my screen. Um, so added to this experience, we will be able to use a laser pointer. Uh, if you have used the laser pointer in regular PowerPoint, it's fun. Um, I wish I could change mine to uh, to the lightsaber pink like um, Samuel L. Jackson had for, for Star Wars, but I can't. Um, we can also make annotations on the slide, and this 
uh, again, I don't think it's more uh, about <clears throat> drawing something and trying to make it look actually pretty. The annotation is about signaling and saying, hey, look at this thing on the screen. Um, as you are annotating, um, people, if they join the, the meeting later on, they will still see those annotations if they work their way back and have a look at those slides. But one thing about these annotations, Daniel, is they don't remain on the slides after the presentation. They don't get saved like you might have that option with regular desktop yeah. PowerPoints. Um, do you see yourself using this feature? I do. Now, <clears throat> I do see a that being a negative. I cannot kind of understand why annotations won't stay on the PowerPoint, but... Uh, I could also see, you know, hey, I'm making an annotation to say, hey, I need to come back and fix this, right? Maybe it's a working meeting where you're working on a PowerPoint and you go, oh, I need to fix this. And it's like, well, that annotation has gone. Uh, so we have to be aware of this, the way it functions. The only, what I have done, I have shared my, my window, the PowerPoint window, when I give presentations or if I, if I want to do it this way, if I'm doing demo, I just share my screen and that's just what I, the way I do it. But if I'm doing, I share the PowerPoint window uh, only because I don't want users to have control over the slides, right? So you have to be, you know, if you upload the PowerPoint, you know, you can, users can sit there and click through the slides and, and do all that. And I don't, I don't want them doing that. Um, so I want to have control over that in, in the previous version, previously the way... And, and so I've never gone back to revisit this. I've just stuck with the, right. Right. with the. I'm just sharing my, um, my desktop, or I'm sharing the PowerPoint screen. You know that's produced when you hit uh, slideshow. Mm. But uh, I do see revisiting this and seeing uh, if if uh, it'll bring value. Mm. Well, it's coming in late May. Uh, expect it to be complete um, early June. So that's good. Mm -hmm. And. Um, yeah, I think the other thing that we see there in that um, that presenter mode is that as a presenter, you are seeing the slides that are coming up. You're not necessarily seeing what everyone else is seeing. So good to see that addition to the presentation experience. But Daniel, let's talk about the next one. Um, sure. Planner. What's yeah, this one planner? is Planner File Recommendations, MC25802. And this is arriving late May, early June, through early June. So you may already have it. Recommendations are based on the task and the user in Planner. So, and what these recommendations really are, if you're, if you've seen this in Outlook, uh, you know, if you're going into a meeting or viewing a meeting entry and, and it has recommendations, hey, you may want to read these documents before you go to this meeting. Uh, things like that. So those kind of recommendations is what we're going to have in Planner to recommend attaching files to a task. So uh, think of it as, you know, you're you're creating a task that uh, based upon a document that you've been working on um, or a, a, a task with a group and the document is saved within the Microsoft 365 Groups SharePoint site. And so you're working on this. It, um, and if the um, recommendation may be based upon uh, you, documents you've been working on, but also based upon the task, the name of the task. If it matches mm. a document, then you know it's going to be recommending as well. So there's not a whole lot and uh, to to this. 
but I wanted to point it out because the this recommendation uh, kind of functionality is starting to be really pervasive across the Microsoft 365 landscape uh, from not just documents, but also replies in our email. Uh, so, mm. you know, things like that. And I, I think it's good. It's helping us to get work done faster. Now, yes, we still have that human element of, no, that's not a good recommendation, so I'm not going to automatically add every document it recommends, right? But at least it's helping us get do it faster. I think it'll obviously get better over time of, of uh, an experience for users to be able to add those documents. But I think that's uh, really cool. So it's coming, like I said... Hmm. Uh, I may have had the wrong date on here. It says begin late May, early July, not June. Sorry for those people that are actually paying attention. I was wrong with the date. Um, so that's my one time for being wrong today. I was wrong on the date. It's late May and completing rollout to early July. Not even late July. Did I say late? No, I said early. Oh, my gosh. Get me out of this, Daryl. Let's, <laughs> let's well, talk about being together. <clears throat> together yeah yeah um the together mode extensibility which um you know this is not really a very descriptive title to what we're all having fun with and excited about it's a mc258034 and it's about creating your own backgrounds for together mode so i wouldn't get that from that title would you i would not no no okay but um, this is, uh, yeah, already people are having a bit of fun with it. I, I feel like it was released as, uh, I guess, a bit of encouragement for the, the build conference because you do need to have, um, or you are starting to use, the, um, uh, the Scene Studio, which is a developer uh, center experience for teams. Um, so you're going in there and creating this scene with a bit of guidance and you save it as a custom, as a package, and you are uploading that to the, what's called the Microsoft Teams Apps Store. I didn't know it was called a store up until this point. What about you? Nope, this is, I think, the first time I've heard of Teams App Store. So uh, when you're publishing it publicly. Hmm. I mean, I've, I've always thought of it as like a catalog and that we can publish things there for people to, view like um, Viva Connections and what used to be called the home site. Um, but yeah, that's how you share and make available the um, the Together Mode backgrounds. But you know, there's some interesting thing around that too. Uh, together Mode is my experience of how I want to see everyone together. It's not like I turn it on and that's what everyone else sees. So um, there may be a reason for you to uh, prevent custom together mode scenes if that is the case um you know to, to bears responsibility i mean i you could have a bit of fun with it some people i like the one that's a uh, few people have done the muppet show and they've done those little arches to um you know make everyone look like muppets i guess uh but yeah anyway if if you're wanting to turn this off we do have to mention this um and prevent custom scenes it is about uh changing a uh, user policy for meetings and you're adjusting this select video filters choice and you're changing it from all filters to any other choice apparently um 
custom filters, sorry, custom backgrounds for together mode are, uh, fall within the all filters category. And that's what it will enable it. But yes, that is available. Um, Same time frame. rolling out kind of, yeah, that's right. Late May and rolling out should be complete early July. And yeah, you'll just need to also get used to using this new developer experience for creating them. Most certainly. Um, Daniel, uh, let's move on to your next one, uh, admin functionality. Or... Yes, additional admin functionality and support for 1,000 person meetings, MC258025. And this is rolling out now and completed by June 1st, which this is one of those odd messages where we get a very specific date. So this should, you know, very likely that you already have this. Now, team service admins will be able to check the performance for all meetings, including those up to 1,000 uh, attendees. And admins will be able to, so it's all meetings. It's not just for 1,000. <clears> admins will be able to find specific users, sort based on fields, and export the list and quality details. And those quality details include session type, meaning was it audio only that the person joined or is it, did they join audio video? Did they join, uh, did they participate in app sharing? Uh, the de details also include the audio quality. What kind of audio quality did it have? Now it's not very specific and let me see if I can pull up one of these uh, images and it's not great. It's not a wonderful image here that we have, but the audio quality is really that quality of good you know poor <laughs> like well that's that's not that's not a great scale because what is poor and what is good but at least you get a little bit of an idea of users who've joined you know what was their experience um, and and you'll be able to export this so there's a you could see over on the right on the screen for those on the video podcast the being able to export we'll be able to sort um, there's wanted to show here's here's the showing the export um, functionality so you'll be able to export those views in, from uh, from the team's admin and be able to uh, do things in Excel to not only keep track maybe keep track of history but also do some analysis does the same user constantly have issues uh, you know how when they join via video is it poor all the time things like that so do you find value in this, Daryl, to be able to understand how users experience meetings? I think it comes uh, becomes very useful when it's an important person who continues to have a problem and you get into a discussion about what those conditions are and they can't really tell you or they insist that, look, there's nothing that I'm doing wrong. It's fine for me to join from... Um, 300 feet away from my access point between five walls in my house, which are all have steel girders and reinforcement. It's going to be fine. I don't have any problems with my mobile connection or what seems oddly specific, Daryl, um, that maybe you've had this conversation. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be good. It'll be useful for, for admins to help troubleshoot and look, meetings are so important right now. Um, whatever we can do to troubleshoot that and improve the experience is important. So speaking of meeting experience, have you been in Teams meetings and 
there people have used the hand raise hand feature and then don't unraise their hand. Have you been in meetings like that? I have. Tell us about this wonderful. Okay, see, Daryl's doing it. He's got his hand raised and he won't lower it. I like it. Tell us about lowering those stinking hands, Daryl. Sure. Um, so I, I might have a question right now, and and I've been waiting in the queue for some time. A hand has been raised, and I thought, look, thank you for allowing me to come off mute, Daniel. That was great. I want to be able to, as a presenter, lower all the hands, maybe at the end of that Q&A session. Um, and we will soon be able to do that. So that is EMC 258800. And as it suggests, uh, you as a presenter or an organizer can lower everyone's hands during the meeting. And look, this actually happens sometimes as people start to waffle on like I am, and they forget that they still have their hand raised and then they stop with their message or sorry, stop with their um, question. Daryl, could you go ahead and lower um, your hand, though, since we already called on you and we're talking to you? Could you, could you please sure. go ahead and lower your hand? I could, but I'm, I forgot about that. So you're the presenter or organizer now, so you can push the button and make that happen. <laughs> oh, who did that for me? Thank you for doing that, Daniel. I forgot. Um, it, it actually does become important, especially if you're having little sections during your presentation where you do want to stop allow for questions, then move on and, and address another segment. And sometimes people do forget that they put their hand up and or maybe they've had their question answered and they still have their hand up. So what happens? We get into the flow of, okay, so uh, you have a question. And then they come off mute and they say, no, actually, I didn't. Sorry. So wasted time, broken flow. Anyway, this uh, message is, uh, where is it? Uh, lower hand is, is arriving. Right, all oh, this getting a bit specific around uh, different uh, releases. So, standard release will start rolling out in early June and complete mid June. Um, GCC will start rolling out in mid June and complete in mid July, and GCC High and DOD will start rolling out in mid July and complete mid August. So, it's interesting that they're staggering that between different levels of GCC tenants. Well, yes, I think what I also feel like when I first read this message was that education is what came to mind. Mm, you know, kids mm. who, who don't lower their hands, but it wasn't specifically called out that that's what this is for. In fact, the only call out was government. So is it that government people have problems lowering their hands? Is that they, <laughs> they always want to talk and they're, so it's like, no lower hands. <laughs> You know, I got to get on with this. All in favor, say aye. Right. Aye. Oh, are you still saying aye to that last aye that we asked for? Maybe oh, that's it. Maybe it Maybe is. that's it. Maybe. You know, maybe people have been passing certain decisions and laws and whatever else is over online meetings. I can. Because hands have not been lowered. I can mm. attest that there have been some weird stuff going on in government. And maybe it's because. People's hands have been raised the whole time. It is now time for quick mentions, Daryl. And you have our yes, first one uh, talking about playing stuff. Yeah, playing, playing emails, play my emails and Outlook launching internationally. Uh, this is something that has only been available to the US up until now, uh, but it is going to be rolled out to UK, India, Australia, Canada, 
um, in a very short time. Uh, let's see, beginning to roll out in July, expect to be complete in September. So, you know, with features like this, sometimes it has to be tested in a smaller region before it goes out. I think a lot of the, the language-based kind of features do need to get tested before they start testing other dialects and various things that you know might affect the way that it's been recognized um, but you're good to see it um, I can't say that I can test it yet because I'm not Australian even though you know sometimes the, you're not the, Australian the translate I know I know I'm not I really not you know like you know Eastern Ireland but yeah, anyway so yeah, that's that's about it. It's uh, we we covered it in the show earlier. I tried to find the previous episode. Maybe I'll find it and manage to pin it up there in the um, corner if you want to yeah. get through the detail. But let's go on with more pinning, Daniel. Tell us about this <laughs> one. Uh, pinning on Outlook for iOS and Android MC two five eight zero two one. This is between now and mid June rolling out. Just like we can in Outlook on the web, we'll now be able to pin messages to the top. Uh, then that message, this is the really cool part, th that once we do that, we'll also see it pinned in the other areas that Outlook can um, has that feature, like Outlook for the web, but not like Outlook for Windows, because it doesn't. The most important Outlook client, and it doesn't support this. Anyway, um, so I use this all the time. In fact... I use, this is one of the reasons I use Outlook on the web uh, instead of Outlook in Windows is because it does have this mm -hmm. pinning feature. It helps me prioritize what I'm doing. And so in the mobile, we'll be able to go and select pin. And just like in Outlook on the web, it's going to show up at the top. And of course, we can make items uh, unpinned there. We could also slide uh, a message and pin it. Uh, that'll be easy way to pin it uh, to the top. And it, I again, I use it all the time, and I love it that it's in uh, the mobile. So cool. linking, okay. Yammer, Yammer mm -hmm. and links. Yes, uh, rich Yammer link previews in Teams chats. MC two five eight four two five. Um, we have the com the communities app within Microsoft Teams. I think last week we talked about whether or not we wanted to change it and rebrand it. This week we're talking about if you have a conversation that you want to refer people to uh, and it's in a community and you want to bring that into a Teams chat or a, or a chat even within a channel within a team, you can take that link, drop it into the conversation, and now it won't just be a link, it will also give you a card, which is uh, a preview of what the message is. There's a bit of rich content there that you can click on and, um, and do various things with, uh, and you can view the conversation. Now, I don't know... Like even reading the message, it doesn't suggest that I can respond to that message from within that card of that chat, but it certainly shows a lot more than just a, a hyperlink. Um, so that is coming out, new functionality coming out uh, in June. Well, if you see that in the community's app version is greater than 2.2.3, then the function has been enabled in your tenant. Yippee. Yippee. The next one we're up is SharePoint Admin Center. Replace root site is now available to all customers. MC258225. This is something we've talked about in the past, but it was not available in the UI for users that had 10,000 users or more. But now 
it, they could do it in PowerShell, but now we have it in the UI. So this is targeted rolling out early June to, uh, and then standard early June to late July. Uh, so the, you sh if you have uh, over 10,000 users, you should be seeing that in your SharePoint Admin Center really soon. And speaking of using a product in the browser, as we were talking about mm. Outlook on the web, we have mm -hmm. something that I like, and sometimes I have to do is join a Teams meeting in the browser. So what do we got there? Yes, uh, the browser experience of meetings is uh, getting a, a boost in terms of being able to eyeball people. Right today, uh, you join a, a meeting via the web browser, and it will show you a shared desktop. Or if there is someone sharing their video and it's the active speaker, you see them. Uh, but coming soon, introducing two-by-two two gallery view for Teams meetings when viewed via Edge or Chrome browsers. MC258796, uh, you'll be able to see a total of four people plus yourself in the corner. And uh, that means that you can have more uh, eye contact with people if you're joining via a web browser. And as Daniel said, sometimes we have to. Yeah, we sometimes might we might have, have something open in Teams and something that we just need to quickly join a meeting. For me, I'm, um, I'm, it's because I have Teams logged into a tenant, uh, and it's not just a different tenant, it's a different login. And then I've got uh, Teams in a browser of a different login. And so sometimes yeah. I have to join a meeting, and it's like, oh, rats, I'm only going to get to see the active speaker. So I love this. Mm. The last quick mention we have is SharePoint Admin Center new columns on active sites page this is uh, rolling out early june through end of june find out really it's about two things finding out if a site has a team in teams you know it's connected it's teamified finding that out but also what i find even more important really is where was this site created from this is this is a brand new, unique. This functionality is nowhere else in share in um, in a product of where was this thing created from? I, at least I don't know of any. If you remember, maybe hit us up on our socials at three six five MCS. That's on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn. Uh, being able to say was this site created because I created a team because I created a plan and planner because I where was this site created from and I'm going to pull up this just so we can see it here uh, we're going to be able to see all of those uh, options to see hey how is this site created did it was it because I created a group and so it of course it uh, 365 group so of course it created it that way did, was it created in um, an outlook or in yammer so love love hmm. love because that way I can understand, and we've talked about this before, implications of uh, group implications based upon where the, the group was created and getting a little bit of an idea of, you know, how is this created? Why is this site here? You know, we often might ask ourselves, why are we here? I know the answer to that, <laughs> um, but I don't know maybe necessarily why that site is here. So... Uh, that gives us some insight into why the site is there. So loving it. And do to do to do. We actually have a callback this week. We do. We do. Uh, and it's sometimes it's hard to, to think of well, what have we seen creep in? It just <laughs> almost becomes just part of what we do and 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, that, that took a while to come out. Mm -hmm. uh, Daniel has on screen Microsoft Teams revised in-meeting share experience, MC23511, first published in 19th of January of this year. Uh, later, uh, or maybe it might have received a few updates, but it was last updated 27th of April. And uh, it is finally arrived. It, it's something that... Um, has caused a little bit of confusion as it has arrived. Now, we used to have this big tray at the bottom that um, showed you uh, the different windows or desktops that were available, the application windows, um, the PowerPoint, and then maybe the, the apps that you um, might want to bring in. But this whole thing has been tidied up. And for those of us who have got muscle memory for that uh, older experience, we're, we're having a bit of a struggle with it. So Daniel's showing on screen there that the the new sharing experience and meeting sharing experience. Uh, there's you can go in and see the different screens that are available. If you want to choose a specific window, they're kind of all rolled up, and you to you need to click on that window icon and then see a selection of all the windows that you might have open on your desktop. Uh, coming on down there, it's it's using PowerPoint Live if you want to present the PowerPoint directly into Teams like we discussed earlier instead of using PowerPoint from the desktop. And there'll be an option there too for bringing in in-meeting apps. Now, something Daniel and I both found difficult when we knew this was something that we wanted to look for because we knew it had arrived recently. We went to look for this message. And I know it's sort of a side discussion here, but... We've really struggled to find it. What did you use for your search strings, Daniel, to yeah. find this message? In the 365 Message Center, I searched for Teams sharing because mm -hmm. that's what it is, right? Well, that didn't find anything. Uh, and when you do a search, we're only it's only searching title, by the way. Mm -hmm. And so then I searched for Teams share. Now, that's in the title, but it didn't find it. Now, if you search for teams, you're going to find, you know, 90% of the messages. Okay, it's an exaggeration, but you're going to find a lot of messages. So it was really difficult to find this message. And uh, I think what you ultimately did mm. was you searched for experience, the word experience, right? Yeah, I did. Right? I did. Like, uh, it's, and uh, we're bringing this up, people, because, look, the, the, I made this joke before we even went live. I sort of said, yeah, sometimes it's just a title to me. I don't even know what this is about. And sometimes the titles for these messages can be so creative or even so vague that if that's what we're searching for to try and find that message and when it actually lands, we're like, oh, God. So I searched for the word experience, and then I used the filter, the service filter, to look for anything with Teams. And I, I made the assumption, it's a pretty safe assumption these days, probably it was updated, and I eventually found it in the list. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, we're, we're excited to see it. We're glad to see it there. Uh, and um, it makes a few things easier to what, reach and find. 100%. You know, coming back to the message, 100%, I like it. It is a change because... And I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but I've definitely talked with people about this. It used to be that the screens were stacked vertically. So when you went to mm. share, it was screen one and then screen two below it. Now, if you have two screens, it's going to be screen one and then to the right, screen two. And mm -hmm. then below it is going to be windows. So, And then windows used to be over to the right. So I remember when this first rolled out, 
I clicked quickly on the right side because I was wanting to share a window and it shared mm-hmm. my desktop. And I was like, whoa, wait, no, that's not at all what I wanted to happen. Um, I really think they need to put a uh, box around this, around the screen, mm-hmm. so that you know they're grouped together. But anyway. That's and look, look at the more button as well. I yeah. mean, I'm a lucky person to have a laptop monitor and two mm-hmm. external monitors. So if you have a third screen, you have to click the more button to get that, you that screen. Do. Yeah. Um, mm. So it's here, though. It, it's better. But we've already suggested some really good improvements, if I do say so myself. You may say so, Daniel. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and that, like, that's the, the end of the show today. And yeah. we thank you very much for joining us. Like, it has been a, a mix uh, of uh, singing and variety shows <laughs> and uh, a few soapboxes here and there. And um, thank you for everyone who joined us in the chat. Daniel, look, we do need to repeat too. We are calling for content. You know, do get on your phone and just record a quick message to help us celebrate our 200th episode. Um, whoever you are, we thank you for those who who have actually submitted some content. It's really cool and quite encouraging to hear your messages as well. So cheers for that. Yeah. And um, yeah, you definitely. know where to find us on socials. Yeah, definitely. I please do submit those. We really need that content from you. So go ahead and send that that content to 200 at 365mcs.com. Thank you everyone for watching and bye-bye for now.